0: Colin, do you remember the first story I told ever on Bard to Death?
1: Absolutely, I do. What was it? Uh, the mysterious liquid on the subway on your way to the Twitter interview, right?
0: That's it. On, on my way to a Twitcher interview, a Twitter interview. Listeners,
1: we didn't even plan that. That was just me having a razor sharp memory.
0: That's just a good podcast co-host right <laughs> there.
1: Could I tell you the 26th episode we've done? No, but I can tell you the first.
0: I actually don't remember so much of the stuff we've done. I don't,
1: I don't even remember the second. I don't even remember my first story.
0: Yeah. I I went, my therapist and I have done, the, <laughs> it's a very cutting edge mind control erasure <laughs> technique where I deleted all your stories. Um, <laughs> Mine are still there, though.
1: Hypnosis. He, he, it's like, for some reason, that just sounded like the plot of Inception. We're going to go into his mind and steal a memory <laughs> or plant a memory.
0: I'm talking about a very specific type of podcast. Um, anyway, so that good. now that we talked about what I wanted to talk about. I'm okay, that's tell, your first story. Yeah, I'm here to tell. I've done other job interviews. Uh, lo and behold, I have been a man on the job market in the past many a time. <laughs> Ridden the carousel of corporate interviewing, I've been canned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of performance improvement plans. A lot of- a lot of pips <laughs>
1: a lot of closed door meetings
0: <laughs> hr got involved was not pretty yada 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 <laughs> no deal
1: etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: um <laughs> ipso facto so i'm going to tell a story about another job interview i did long before that it's with another company called google <laughs> ever heard of it heard of them it's like i worked for them okay uh, uh,
1: hold on right let me google that I'm, I'm not sure i've heard of that <laughs> uh, i'm gonna bing that real quick <laughs> let me pull that up on ask jeeves and just see what's what
0: <laughs> i want to preface this whole story by saying hear my tone here <laughs> i i think five years ago i would say like oh i worked at a tech company i was like so be, trying to be like like subversive with it like coy like oh well i work at google and people will freak out if i tell them that. The G um, the G bomb. People will just like make out with me if I even <laughs> tell them I work at Google. <laughs> uh, okay, I, can I um, can I ask serious <laughs> que-
1: <laughs> serious question? Uh, so wait, wait, so wait, so you're now just more forthright with it?
0: Well, I think two things are true. One, working at Google is probably not as exclusive slash chic as it once was nor should it be like we've kind of demystified working at Google. Yeah. Okay. They give you free food and like, they have a thing called nap pods that I never used ever Two, I was a recruiter. Okay. I'm not, I wasn't like the smart person in the room. I was the tech recruiter. So
1: you were I'm like finding the smart person.
0: Yeah. I'm like the parasite on the whole tech process. <laughs> um, can, can I ask a
1: serious question? Yeah. What round of interview, can you give me a year? Cause I know you interviewed twice, right? Two different points.
0: Funny you should throw out a number. I've actually interviewed four times with Google. Oh, and okay. I'm going to talk about all four.
1: Oh, okay. Great. Yeah.
0: This podcast is going to be 12 hours long. <laughs> so buckle up.
1: So we actually kind of did get one story, correct me if I'm wrong, a story maybe behind the story through the lone the wolf story, right? Wasn't that a Google thing?
0: Yeah, I was that was when I was working there. Oh, that, that was, was just um, a work trip. Okay, my bad. My bad. Yeah. And yeah, I forgot about that story. Um, Anyway, again, I feel like I'm finally, uh, again, I was like the dumbest person at the company. You don't have to say that. I I was literally, I was a foot soldier.
1: You worked for Google. It's cool. I'm impressed by it. That's why we're friends, personally. If you'd worked at anywhere else, I wouldn't be friends with you. (laughs) In all seriousness, it's really cool. Just own it. Everyone's impressed by it and just move on.
0: I mostly ate and didn't work that hard. (laughs) Um sadly not so inaccurate. But point being, uh my very first interview with them was when I was currently employed at my first corporate job out of college. So graduate, um, go to Prague and Poland. I told some stories from that. Then I went to Napa, told a story my last episode from Napa, but then enough wanderlust, and uh, I wanted to settle down and make a little Make little uh, green, fill a up coffers. Wanted to, wanted to live at home and make not that much money, actually.
1: <laughs> wanted to fill up the Folgers can. It's just <laughs> such a specific reference.
0: Wanted to chip in. Um, <laughs> my parents paid for everything. <laughs> so I, I got a job at an executive search firm, which in retrospect was a fantastic job. And I probably sh- should have kept working there. Mm-hmm. But it was very old guard, stuffy corporate. So I was very turned off by it as a 23-year-old or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, suit every day, 45 minute commute into the city, nine every to five. Every day suit is brutal. It was pretty brutal. You got to be in your desk, you know, butts in seats. I was the youngest person there by 20 years. I couldn't see past like the superficial aspects of the job, which was a flaw on my part. So I worked there for about six months, and a recruiter from Google reaches out to me. And I remember this guy he's like, let's have an exploratory chat about recruiting at Google. Um, And so I remember setting up time with him on the calendar, X day at (laughs) X time, and I remember thinking like, okay, I can't take this in my office, and there were very few meeting rooms, so I was like, I'm gonna have to leave the office. So then I took it in my car in a parking lot, in a Whole Foods parking lot, and he was like seven minutes late to call me. So I was like, you know what? He's probably missed the call. So mm-hmm. I just drove, like I decided seven minutes was enough waiting. And I actually just drove home. Of course oh, the dang. the drive was 45 minutes. I I really didn't calculate that. He probably was going to call <laughs> two minutes later.
1: You just shut your phone off. You're like, he blew it. That was,
0: <laughs> I'm never working for them.
1: Clearly this says a lot about this, the way this company
0: does business. <laughs> Well, he must be on West Coast time.
1: <laughs> you gave him seven minutes and called it quits. I feel like that's a little soon.
0: I remember his name was Thatch.
1: Was it really? It was
0: Thatch. Thatch? Thatch. It's a very Google name. So goog. Anyway, <laughs> cut to him calling me like four minutes later, right as I like pull on I 45. Got it. Ma- massive rush hour traffic. Surface. Up- <laughs> Surface, yeah. I end up having to do the interview while I'm driving in rush hour Houston traffic, which is Dante's seventh layer.
1: I remember the first time Brittany saw it when I took her to Texas. She's just, her mind was blown at the level of traffic.
0: It's a, in the words of Alicia Keys, it's a concrete jungle where absolute nightmares are made of.
1: <laughs> it's like an eight lane highway, it's brutal.
0: Dude. And I'm trying to do an actual interview with like the best tech company, (laughs) at least as far as my mind went. And um, I thought it went good. And then looking back, I see that it went not good. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it's, it didn't go well because at the end of um, a 30 minute call, a recruiter will always hit pause and be like, Hey, do you have any questions for me? Mm -hmm. And that part was like with 30 seconds left and it was super rushed. And I remember his answer to my question was like, he was already doing something else. And I could hear in the background, like there was like, <laughs> he was already wiping my data from the earth. There was a paper shredder. He's like running was a ninja blender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just working on this
1: razzmatazz smoothie. What else? What else is there?
0: <laughs> he was already starting a call with another candidate while still on the phone with me.
1: Yeah. Can you just hold tight, real quick? I got to get off the line with this guy who's clearly not going to get this job. Ryan, you still there?
0: Ryan, we're really excited to continue the conversation with <laughs> yeah. you.
1: Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll call you. We'll call you.
0: Yeah. So, uh, needless to say, miscalc on my part, Thatch. Do you feel like uh, the traffic
1: had something to do with it? Like it's like stressed you out or something? Or?
0: Absolutely. I can't. I can't uh, no one could 100% focus on anything when they're like in bumper to bumper. And yeah, yeah. It was just very careless on my part. I should have just worked from home that day or, or something. Um, I like truly, on one hand, realized the stakes of the interview, and on the other hand, was totally lax and dismissive with them. Um, mm-hmm. So it was a total swing and a miss.
1: Okay. Okay
0: and i'm wearing a <laughs> LA Dodgers hat for anyone who can't see me which is everyone uh, so ba- baseball reference
1: Swing in a mess yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> interview number 2 okay <laughs> somehow i didn't get i didn't end up with like a red sharpie across my file because um like 2 months after that another google recruiter reached out to me
1: oh interesting
0: and i think the company is so big that like you can kind of like miss an interview and someone else will reach out to you.
1: Whoa, so, so you got put through second round.
0: Well, I didn't get put through. Okay, sorry. I got, that first role, I guess the door shut, but then some other Google recruiter came across me and was like, okay, I'll reach out to him. So the, that's what I'm saying. The company is so big. I think you can kind of like potentially get pinged by mm-hmm. multiple people. So this guy, Tom, reaches out to me. And uh, he's like, hey, we're opening up a brand new Austin office. And at this point, I'm living in Houston. So Mm -hmm. it's super close. Austin is like Houston's cooler, younger brother. Um, Mm -hmm. Great tech scene. And they're like, we'd love for you to interview for a recruiter role in our new Austin office. So encounter the same dilemma again. I can't take this interview in the office. (laughs) so I do a little research and I found out there's an office space that you can rent a couple blocks away. <laughs> this, is so,
1: this is so intense.
0: This is like 2013. So I just, <laughs> why don't the you land- just, why
1: don't you just get in your car and take the call in peace. You got to oh, like rent a space.
0: No. So for this one, the first one was over the phone. This one needs okay. to be over video conference and I Ooh. need to be able to see the people. Got it. So I need Wi Fi. <laughs> So, so, I got my,
1: so I got my name on this lease. I'm locked into a three-year so, <laughs> lease on this office space.
0: I've got the 86th floor, J.P. Morgan building, cream of the crop, okay?
1: Just like a I'm, folding <laughs> chair and a folding table in the middle of this giant office space.
0: Bunch of guys with windbreakers, <laughs> with IRS just in the building. It looks
1: like the end of the big short.
0: <laughs> bunch of captions come over. And at the end of the day, no one went to jail. <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry. All right, so you're, you're in this, you have video chat now, video
0: interview. Now I have to video chat with two people back-to-back. So I, I, I rent this office space by the hour. You're kidding. Not kidding. How
1: much for the hour? I didn't even know that was a thing. You can rent office space for an hour.
0: It was like a 100-something bucks.
1: Oh, rip. Yeah. Should have just got a hotel room for the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's 100 bucks.
0: And it was like not a great office. The <laughs> was- Wi-Fi was flimsy. No cliff bars, no amenities, really. No
1: amenities? No nap pods? No nap pods.
0: So I get there early, and I VC with the first interviewer. I remember her. And the second she goes, hi, my name's... The internet just cuts out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) And... I just frantically go to, like, the the poor woman who's working the office space. Yeah,
1: underpaid.
0: Her care level is asymptotic to zero, where it should be. It should be. She shouldn't care. I swear I was wearing, like, a suit with vans on, just like a little.
1: Just a man child?
0: I had just seen the social network.
1: <laughs> you got the Adidas flip-flops on?
0: <laughs> just been dumped at a bar. And I was so, about to—I mean—create a revolution.
1: You pay an hour for this office space. The internet should be epic, right?
0: Should be prime.
1: It—it it so, just go, so it goes out.
0: Goes out. It's troubleshooted. I lose like five minutes, and I log back on. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." And she's like, "Oh, you know, I think it was on my end." And I'm like, "Yeah, probably was." <laughs> <laughs> How did you get hired? Um, <laughs> And then I proceeded to make like one self-deprecating joke or something and I swear mm-hmm. she goes, "Well, I'm sold." <laughs> and I'm like I, she went like, "Yeah, I I'm sold. You're hired. Like you got my vote." You're kidding. I was like, "Do you, Do you remember the woke? joke?" I don't. It was probably not good or funny. It was probably just like I'm awkward.
1: <laughs> so, so she so she says, "Sold." She doesn't hire you on the spot.
0: No, but she's like, you have my vote. And I know there's still another interview. Okay. And we, we kept talking for another 20 minutes or so, but the whole time I'm like, so it went,
1: it went well.
0: And I know Google like, does curveball tests. So I was like, mm-hmm. is, that, is that a test? Um, so that one went well. And then the second one, the guy was kind of, um, uh, kind of a jerk, but I, I guess it went well because I, I ended up getting an offer. I got called, like, uh, a day or two later, and it was my recruiter for the role, and she was like, we're so excited to present you with an offer, Um, and I remember, it probably only comes to being 23, but I was like, dude, it was an endorphin rush. Mm -hmm. When you're 23, and it's 2013, and it's Google, and, and like, six months ago, you were living with Robert in Napa, California, like... (laughs) Surrounded by knight in armor. armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like a month before that, you're getting scammed by a Polish woman in Warsaw. Like it was a big, it was a big change for me.
1: Yeah. 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 Huge endorphin rush. Yeah.
0: So I remember I pick up my phone. I'm so excited and I call my sister Megan mm-hmm. and I'm just like going to call my family and be, and just be like, you know, talk, share the news and. Uh, I call Megan, I'm on the phone and I remember I was driving. I literally think I was coming to your house or something. Mm. And on the way there, I hear Megan pick up the phone, except it wasn't a voice I recognized. And it goes, hello. And I go, Hey Meg, what's up? And she goes, Oh, not much. And I'm like, is your voice, why does your voice sound different? And she goes, what? And I look at the phone and I had called, Ooh. um, a, a Megan who wasn't my sister, who was on my phone, <laughs> who was at that point and still at this point my ex girlfriend's one of her best
1: friends. Oh, I know exactly which Megan you're
0: talking about. Megan, Megan H.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Megan H.
0: <laughs> and uh, had already broken up with that um, girlfriend, <laughs> and you know, you lose the, the the girlfriend's friends in the breakup, and uh, we hadn't spoken, and um, oh, off great. to a great start. <laughs>
1: Who, who, who do I, who do I got here? Who do I got here on the phone?
0: (laughs) I am just, I am just blind right now. I'm flying blind. Where am I? (laughs) I am, I am dewy on my forehead. Just beads. Um, she actually ended up like laughing at it with me and and we actually had a good laugh. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. She was a good egg. Good egg.
1: Good Good sport in that situation.
0: (laughs) Women aren't eggs. I'm not, they're not (laughs) eggs. They're not, I don't know. Um, so I end up getting the job. I accept the offer. Um, was grossly underpaid in retrospect. <laughs> I had no idea how to negotiate, like didn't negotiate. And when I found out what other people were making down the road, uh, was wholly underpaid. But eh, ignorance is bliss. I moved to Austin. And once I start this job at Google, um, great time overall. It, it was kind of a madhouse they hired like 150 recruiters all at once and most of the people moved there for the job. So it was kind of like a college fratty mm. type of alpha type personality. It's like a lot of, a lot of people
1: roomating together and
0: <clears throat> dating very eesh. intermixed and everyone's like 25 and only knows people at Google and
1: it's like the real world Austin. Yeah.
0: Like everyone went to good schools, but they're not, mm-hmm. they're all like, liberal arts majors like myself. It's it's like a weird type of personality.
1: A lot of beanies Um, in summer, I feel like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what Ed Hardy is? You're kidding. (laughs) You're joking.
1: (laughs) A lot of just lensless eyeglasses, (laughs) (laughs) non-prescription eyeglasses.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, And it's pretty crazy. Like this 150 people that worked for Google in Austin in this one year, like... And you all started
1: I, at like the same time, right? We all,
0: it was like a powder keg. We all Jeez. started at the same time. Crazy. But here's the testament. You know, this whole thing started by me kind of being self-effacing and being like, I'm not that smart. I mean, I really wasn't because about, mm, let's see, the first day of work, I realized there something was off. And that there were hmm. basically, during orientation, half the people went in one direction, and the other half went in another direction. And it actually wasn't really half and half. It was probably like 70, 30. So now I was in the 70. But then like 30% of the people, the recruiters that were hired, would like go into another room and, and seem to be undergoing a different training. But they would ultimately be doing the same job. I was very confused.
1: Hey, give me give me more on this. I'm lost a little bit. Like, give me an so, example.
0: On day one, I show up at the office in Austin. I'm mm-hmm. getting my badge. I'm getting, you know, filling out my forms, etc. cetera. Yeah. I, I learned at some point that there was a whole table of people, of recruiters, who had already met and spent the previous week in San Francisco at Ooh. headquarters.
1: Okay. You didn't go to headquarters. I didn't go to
0: headquarters. It was e- offered to me. And I was like, what? How do they all already know each other? But mm-hmm. most people weren't them. And later there was a conversation about like data privacy and we went one way, they went the other way.
1: Like physically went the other way.
0: Like physically a different room. Oh, okay. Different got it. Train, got it. Got it. A different training. And also the biggest tell was that my badge was red. <laughs> oh no. And, and their badge was green, <laughs> which is great <laughs> color not, choice. That's Cool. <laughs> No subliminal messages at all. (laughs) This is
1: that episode of the office where they like find the list of employees and they're like half on one side, half, and they can't decide which (laughs) one's the better, like half.
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's so true.
1: That's bizarre, dude. So, and you noticed this on the first day.
0: Yeah. But like, I was also overwhelmed to be working at Google and like shocked that I was still there Mm -hmm. and where I was like six months ago. And I was like kind of glossing over it. I wasn't really inquiring. Mm Mm-hmm. Until I started to hear different acronyms thrown around, mm. there was um, thing I was referred to as a TVC, okay. and others were referred to as an FTE, mm. and TV, TVC I later stood I later found out stood for temps, vendors, oh. and contractors. Ooh, okay. And FTE stands for full time employee.
1: Ooh, okay, interesting. And then, I
0: eventually, at some point, it clicked that of the hundred and fifty recruiters that they hired. About 20 of them were full-time employees. I know the 70-30 split is clearly not accurate, but a very uh, a small minority were FTS, and the vast majority of us were hired on contract.
1: You're like the Ned Schneebleys of Google. <laughs> I'm not a temp! <laughs> School of Rock. Well, we,
0: we weren't temps. So we worked <laughs> yeah, yeah, 50 yeah. hours a week, and we were paid pretty well. Uh-huh. Some more than others. But where it started to manifest was I realized... Oh, I don't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. I don't have stock. Mm-hmm. I'm I bill them hourly, and they're on contract. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and they're on salary. I'm not paid on holidays.
1: You didn't realize you didn't have health insurance going in. I
0: that didn't. That wasn't like a glaring well, thing. It was. I think it was presented to me that I would have health insurance through a contracting agency.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was bad health insurance, very expensive health insurance. Okay. I ended up just staying on my dad's plan yeah, because yeah. it was way cheaper. Well, cheap for me, but <laughs> um, as far as my, my wallet was concerned. <laughs> and... uh um, those were kind of the, oh, oh, so those were some of the big things. But then mm-hmm. about a month into it, I was like, okay, well, you know, I can kind of live, like I still get to work at Google. Yeah. Um, I still get all the, I get the free food. I get the perks. I get to work. I get a desk. I get the t-shirt. Um, um, I'm man. doing the same job that the full-time employees are, are doing. I'd love stock. I'd love paid holidays. But you know what? Big picture. Yeah, it's it's, you're net, still
1: getting paid good money.
0: It's a net positive. Yeah. What's... What's to lose here? <laughs> um and right as my optimism kicks in, about a month my like month anniversary has has now hit. Mm-hmm. And I come into the office on a Friday morning, mood high, and of the mm, 120 or so contractors, a quarter of them were gone. Mm. Like a thief in the night.
1: Ooh, you're
0: just like, are fired. they
1: are they just all nap potting right now to get at the same time or what? What do
0: you is the taco truck here? <laughs> you're early? like coming.
1: You're coming in just a nap pod. Other people are like overworking to prevent layoffs. You're like, hey, Karen. You're like shutting the nap pod. I don't even know what a nap pod is. You are like shutting the, I guess the lens of it. I don't know.
0: I'm just clearly shoving snacks in my backpack. <laughs> yeah, just here for s- the
1: amenities.
0: Hey, I don't get... know where the kale chips have gone. <laughs> I don't know. Can
1: we add peanut butter cliff bars to the list?
0: Now, the mesquite potato chips, <laughs> those are back in stock or not? <laughs> <laughs> so are just clueless. I love
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, like, grabbing a banana.
0: <laughs> hey, why can't why can't I log in? My uh, password's not working.
1: <laughs> also, where's Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Benny and I had a 11 o'clock <laughs> ping pong appointment. <laughs> very important. We had, Muy booked, import-
1: <laughs> we had booked mods one, two, and three for a jam <laughs> sesh. I didn't know if Muy that Muy important. 25% <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so is gone? What I realized was the true benefit of contractors, as far as a corporation is concerned, is they can... It's very at will. So they can just terminate your employment status Yeah like that. No, no real cause. Um, there's no severance. There's no nothing. There's no fallout. It's, it's an overnight deal.
1: I feel like there's so many people listening to this right now who are like, "Yes, you idiots!" Like we all know this, <laughs> and you and I are kind of like. So there's this thing called FTE, full-time employee,
0: <laughs> and then tech companies will contract the labor because yeah. it's great for them. I've and never terrible. worked in
1: the corporate. World. I swear, I've never worked in the corporate world, so this is all news to me, and I'm okay in being ignorant of it.
0: <laughs> this is like the first 20 minutes of boiler room, basically. <laughs> And it doesn't work out well for me. I was <laughs> no, kidding. Well, then it dawns on, like, I have a, a record scratch moment where the camera zooms out and my uh, my pupils dilate, mm-hmm. um, that I just quit my job and moved cities, leased an apartment for 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and the office space back in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a standing appointment <laughs> with the Wi-Fi. And... um. And you're like, love, I'm
1: about to get canned or something. And, Is that where you're? And thinking? then
0: I look, I look back at my job, I was like, oh, I was a full-time employee there and I'm not here. Mm,
1: mm.
0: On the other side, I was like, okay, I guess I survived round one layoffs. Yeah. And the whole contract realization was a pretty big wake-up call to like read the fine print, ask questions, don't be distracted by the brand. <laughs> um, because every month for the following six to eight months they would just continue to cut contractors until at the end of a year there were you know only a a small residue left um Mm. no my i know know we're kind of
1: it's a stressful way to
0: work dude it was pretty toxic all jokes aside like and then the full-time employees like we started to resent them even though they didn't do anything Mm -hmm. wrong and we're like well, they're not doing anything different than us, like I'm more successful than that one. Mm-hmm. Um hey, we should like follow that one home and like what? like rob them. <laughs> or we should like
1: get his wallet. Get Paul. his wallet. <laughs> How's your burger? <laughs> it's just the dumb and dumber bit.
0: Here, drink this. Just like a bunch of pep- Pepto right before a big meeting. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where they are. I saw just, them right before this, though.
1: Just office pranks.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it did create... A, it, was a, it was almost like a weird social experiment. Um, it was very toxic and very nerve-wracking. And my third interview, which was relatively uneventful, was actually as an internal contractor, interviewing to get converted to full-time status, which I was successful.
1: Interesting. And, and at this point, how long had you been there?
0: I was there for about eight months. And I
1: just living in fear,
0: just living in fear. And I got converted, um, which felt really good Mm -hmm. and I became a full-time employee. Uh, so then I worked that for another 14 months and then I went to grad school. So the Mm -hmm. third interview was pretty uneventful. Um,
1: Gilmore, I called
0: your name, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Well, better luck next year.
1: Eight months of that, and your, like, friends are just disappearing one by one?
0: I had some very close friends who disappeared. Now, some were cut. Others left on their, like, well, I'm going to get out while well, the getting's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, you know, Amazon offered them a full-time role. Uber was coming up at this time. So, like, people left not purely because they were cut. Mm. Um, but I think not a lot of people were converted, and... um I was very lucky. I had a good manager. I had a good advocate. I wasn't like the best recruiter. I still don't think I am, but um, I'm like too philosophical and smart, and just like (laughs) it's like funny and
1: honestly, not a bad way to end what like could have been a brutal learning experience as a 23 year old. Like that could have ended a different way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and not everyone got like a great assignment about what they were working on. So it really was not equitable in retrospect, Yeah, really terrible, um, terrible, a lot of different ways. Yeah. But it was like a sales role. So it was just even more stressful, but all this to say it ended up. Okay. Uh, I left Google to go to grad school and then I was in grad school for three years. And then I sort of had a, a reckoning where I, I realized I missed being, um, Uh, in the, in having a more traditional job, more structured, more, uh, more Gouda in my pocket.
1: I also want to pause. I feel like you're under listeners. Ryan's underselling himself, which is, he often does, um, It wasn't. You just weren't in grad school. You were doing a a Ph. You had a PhD fellowship, which is a big deal right now in this country. Uh, There, there are not a lot of those being handed out. And not only, not only did you get that fellowship, you actually got it twice. And the not to tell your story here, I don't know if you're trying to share that, but
0: I did gloss over that. Man, I could. That's a whole other story. Like. I got into grad school, which I was like, that was like getting called from Google because it was a fully funded PhD program. I was, it was to do history. It Mm -hmm. was at one of the
1: best universities in the country,
0: you know, a very good school. I had applied the year before and got it in at zero places. And then my second year I got into multiple places. So like I was totally surprised and totally grateful and totally torn between that and Google.
1: We need to. Um, you need to tell that story later because the details of how it happened are pretty hilarious.
0: <laughs> there's some. I end up <laughs> accepting PhD admission and then also accepting a Google offer at the same time, and <laughs> I had to navigate some waters there. That's um, really a different story. Yeah,
1: we should save that one. That's a
0: good one. I I lied. I I don't think I've ever admitted that, but I lied to someone. Um, oh. <laughs> but we'll we'll save that one because. Uh I don't look great in that story. <laughs> but I end up, long story short, I'm glossing over this. Um I ended up going to grad school for three years and had a blast, and there are days where I'm like, man, I missed that. But yeah, certainly got,
1: got your master's too.
0: Got the got the MA and
1: Got something out of it.
0: Yeah. 2018 though, three years in the program, I was like, Man, I'm so tired. There's no structure. I'm working constantly. I don't really get paid. Um,
1: You were teaching too.
0: I was teaching. All this was great. I think it was just the collective was really beating me down. And I spent a weekend in Austin. It was supposed to be a weekend with friends, but I caught the norovirus. So I spent the weekend vomiting in an Airbnb (laughs) alone. Like literally, I was just vomiting constantly. And um, I was so sick. And I'm like in the shadow of where I used to live and work and have fun mm. and make money. And like, not a lot of money, but it's like I provided for myself and I kind of missed that. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's making money in a PhD program in history. Yeah. Or any PhD program probably, but. And I had this like reckoning where I was like, you know what? I'm going to call up an old friend. I'm going to have a conversation about returning to industry and just kind of see what happens.
1: Let's, and, get, let's get Thatch on the phone and just see where it goes. <laughs> so I
0: call up Thatch. In heavy uh, traffic. <laughs> <laughs> um i do remember when i was working at google i looked i looked up thatch and he had he had no he was no longer with google so i, I experienced <laughs> like a very real like superiority complex above thatch
1: he was a, I don't he was know a, a vcr was. or whatever the acronym was you said VRC. Uh, TVC. <laughs> tvc there you go, vcr
0: Th- thatch is probably not a listener of btb <laughs> Point being, I, like ret- I, want- I decide I want to return to tech. Mm-hmm. So I have a bunch of interviews. I interview with Facebook, Amazon, uh, Twitter, and Google.
1: Mm.
0: I've told the Twitter story.
1: Um, okay. Oh, okay. So I'm with you in the timeline now. So listeners, yeah. the first episode of Barred to Death, uh, Pants on the Subway, that was Ryan traveling to the Twitter interview. So we are like yeah. officially to that point in time
0: now. Can you give me the year? I've Tarantino'd everyone. It's twenty eighteen. <laughs>
1: twenty eighteen. That's right. Yeah.
0: I'm about to get shot by Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right, so, so, you, was,
1: so you're interviewing with multi- these three, you know, companies at the same time.
0: Yeah. And I was like, Twitter was Oh man, that's just a whole other story. Yeah, at save this point, that one. at this point I'm aware of contract first full time. Every company was offering me full-time except for Twitter. Mm. Twitter's offering me contract, which is like, I can't even believe I ended up there. And I'm, I love Twitter, and I'm still working here. And it's probably the best company I've ever worked for. But wow. point being, I interviewed with Google again for a mm-hmm. full-time role this time. I'm like, I will definitely not take a contract role. Um, cut to me taking a contract role with Twitter, <laughs> but who cares? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, it's it's a great, the way it was explained is it's a great salary, but the health insurance isn't great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they'll fire you for doing anything. But the problem with the Google role is I live in Boston and they only are hiring in New York. Mm. So I take a train to New York to interview at the Google New York office, which is like my favorite office of any office I've ever been to at any company. Whoa. This place is it's a it's a universe in the sky, man.
1: How how far is that train ride?
0: Uh not too long, like three hours.
1: That's really not bad. I didn't realize that okay, that's pretty it's that's a, not bad.
0: It's kinda nice. It like meanders through Rhode Island and Connecticut mm-hmm. and it's very New England, and then you like show up at Penn Station and you're in <laughs> New York. And so Google, like, you know, they put me up in a hotel and I've got a day of interviews planned, and mm. I just got like a great per diem and I'm just like bouncing around the city. Um they put me up at this super swanky Manhattan hotel, which is like a Jeez. block from the office.
1: Oh man. It's like, what's the hotel from home alone lost in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Rodell Plaza hotel.
0: <laughs> it was the, it was the kind of hotel where like you couldn't figure out how to like open doors and like <laughs> the shower curtain was like a metal rod. And you're, like, hit, and you're like, I don't really know how to use anything here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's like a whole bunch of candy and snacks, but you don't know if you're going to get charged if you eat them. It's, it's
0: potpourri. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Use that, the, you
1: know. is, that is not a mint. That is a stone.
0: <laughs> I, that's so funny you say that. Because um, a few things happened on this interview. And this is my, my fourth and final interview with Google. And I presume they'll never hire me again. So. <laughs> <laughs> but winding things down here. So at this, this fourth interview, I check in at the, the swanky Manhattan Hotel. And the first thing the guy says is like, oh, great. We got you in a great, great room with a view of the pool. Um and this I'm is like the hotel desk guy. The concierge. Yeah, concierge. Yeah. Yeah. Checking me in, um checking me out. I was looking good for the interview. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> that's an edit. And <laughs>
1: He's I'm like, "Oh.
0: <laughs> we <keeping> have <laughs> <laughs> We have a lovely breakfast every morning and uh I see it's included in your stay. Google's covering it, so Ooh. Make sure before the interview tomorrow, they like know I'm working. I'm interviewing for Google. I guess Google has like a, a lot of personal
1: information. Little that would that super was personal. Weird. Yeah,
0: he's like very nice. Social security <laughs> card. I'm a also I'm a Google great takes number. Takes
1: privacy very seriously. <laughs> Data <laughs>
0: privacy. We took the liberty of ordering you our nicest <laughs> bottle of champagne that yeah. you will pay for. <laughs> so he's like, make sure you stop by for breakfast in the morning. I'm like, great. Okay, I'll be full full for the interview. Great. I go up to the room. Indeed, it is pool view, uh, which the pool is like internal facing. So the the hotel is almost like a a circle, and there's like an inside pool courtyard.
1: Nobody wants a Manhattan view.
0: Well, would have taken it because the pool was super loud. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I swear at like 7 p.m., it turns into a Miami Vice, like white (laughs) dress. Disco, like, loud music.
1: Yeah, a lot of open collars, just long, just wide lapels.
0: <laughs> so Manhattan. So
1: much I, chest hair, just flaring. The,
0: I'm staying at the hotel, and I could not have gotten into the pool party. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Red velvet ropes, me out.
1: You're bending. just swimming in the pool. You're just, like, cranking out <laughs> a On <lot> a floaty,
0: <laughs> <laughs> A noodle. Hi, I think I got grandfathered into the party. I'm trying to leave. <laughs> I go down to concierge, visit my buddy. <laughs> I'm like, "Hi, me again. What time does the pool party end?"
1: Oh, you a- oh, you asked him this.
0: I asked okay, him and okay. he's like, "It's it's it's uh, relative. He's like, "Oh, it ends early tonight. We know, you know, it's a hotel, people have to stay or people have to sleep." And um, What's the event? It's just like a thing. They just like, the hotel makes extra money by having like pool parties. Okay, it's like an event, event space. It's basically. like expensive drinks. And, yeah. You know, it's just like net more revenue. Well, how's COVID working out hotel? Oh, God. You guys, you
1: guys He's like, ah, uh, yeah, P. Diddy usually winds down around <laughs> around two in the morning. Sean P. Diddy combs. <laughs> You're like, Diddy's here? You're like trying to get in now? Puff? Puff. <laughs>
0: Uh, sir, this is Nicole Richie's party, which is like a, a D list celebrity.
1: <laughs> this Who? is Mike the Situations party from Jersey Shore. <laughs> this like, is his okay? birthday party, okay? <laughs> this is his niece's bat mitzvah, all right? So why don't you just back
0: up? He goes, uh, Don't worry, sir. It's yeah. a hotel. People sleep. It ends early tonight. It ends at two. Okay. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> Dude, 2 a.m. is not early. <laughs> oh, my God. You Manhattan got that, You got that time.
1: breakfast appointment at like 7 a.m.?
0: Dude, honestly, I'm supposed to hit that Continental. <laughs> got a big, big interview in the morning. I'm
1: going Intercontinental on the travel in the morning.
0: Dude, I got that waffle iron with my name on it. <laughs> I
1: got that, that toasted bagel, little schmear. Remember
0: to, f- remember to flip it. Um, <laughs> so I'm up until 2 a.m.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I can't sleep because the stupid... House music. Yeah. And then I remember I woke up, just zonked out of my mind. I go downstairs. My saving grace is like, I'm going to get a free breakfast out of this. <laughs> I go, I go so, to this. <laughs> to
1: so cheap. I love it. <laughs>
0: such, Google's giving me a per diem, but I don't want to spend it. You're in the food
1: capital of the world, and you're hitting a continental <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> I love it. There's a billion uh, restaurants that are better than any restaurant you've ever had, and you're like <laughs> hitting up a waffle iron.
0: The best bacon, egg, and cheese like on the Lego, planet.
1: You're trying to Lego my ego. <laughs>
0: <laughs> New Yorkers don't even eat breakfast. So it's just gonna be melon.
1: Oh, that's so funny.
0: <laughs> I walk down to the the concierge. Same guy. He just never left. Eyes mm-hmm. ah, bloodshot. He's he's just dude. He's never left. <laughs> But, sir, you've always been
1: here. He's <laughs> he the Mr. D guy. I'm very, very sneaky, <laughs> sir.
0: <laughs> oh, this guy has not missed a shift ever. Um, and I swear, I go, I'm like, I'm here for my breakfast. And he, 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 he's like, yes, of course. He pulls up my file, and I swear, he looks at my file and goes, let's see, something's not right here. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> He calls over his manager.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Uh, he's like, hold on, just one second. Manager comes <laughs> this, over.
1: This is Curb Your Enthusiasm.
0: This is an app. Manager comes over and asks. He says, um, "How can I help?" And the the concierge doesn't interpret and translate. Oh, he just
1: leaves the, it on the, you.
0: The, he just points at me, and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, well, I'm 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 here for my breakfast. I was told it check in that I get a breakfast."
1: <laughs> this is so embarrassing.
0: Line is forming at this point. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. There's there's angry New Yorkers behind you trying to check in.
0: Business people late yeah. for meetings. <laughs> High powered attorneys. I'm
1: not leaving till I get my breakfast.
0: <laughs> I want. What do waffle. we want? Breakfast. When do we want it?
1: You're the only one. <laughs> All right. So they they have your file in hand.
0: There now. There's like a crew looking at my file. There's like an oh. inquiry. A commission report is. is <laughs> There's the Senate a committee. There, the, there's a, Samantha, a come, why don't you weigh in on this? <laughs> We're just gonna have to get a fourth opinion here for a minute. They're like I swear they they announced my, the
1: whole situation to the line of people. Sorry everyone, this gentleman was hoping for a free <laughs> breakfast.
0: <laughs> they've they've looped in Thatch on, on video <laughs> conference for his input here. This
1: is we just want to let you know, sir, this is gonna affect your interview. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is actually part of the this
1: interview. This is part of the interview. How you That's just like to I botched That's just like
0: I cannot in good conscience recommend him for a breakfast. Absolutely <laughs> not. All right, so what happens? They end up the guy the main guy, the first guy just looks at me after this debacle, this this investigation and goes, "There's um been some sort of mix-up and yesterday it said you had a breakfast and now it says you do not have a breakfast.
1: Oh, it was revoked."
0: <laughs> I don't know and he's like You can. We invite you to partake in breakfast, but you will have to uh, pay for it. (laughs) And I was like, the only reason I asked about a breakfast is because I was told about a breakfast.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a rip!
0: I don't even want the breakfast now. (laughs) Stupid continental breakfast. You,
1: you hear a guy flipping a waffle just gleefully over your <laughs> shoulder. Oh, it's just fluffy. It's like fluffy like a pillow.
0: <laughs> my interview competition. Everyone else is over there. Like, <laughs> the people I'm going up against. Flip
1: it. Flip it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good. I'm feeling I'm my best self today. I'm living my best <laughs> life.
1: Oh, strawberries on top as well. I'm trying. I'm that trying job to do is
0: mine.
1: <laughs> oh, they got Nutella. Do like a New York (laughs) accent. All right, so how much is breakfast if you pay?
0: You know, it's forty five dollars. Oh my! Oh my
1: God! Let me just pull that out of my pension. Good Lord!
0: (laughs) The per diem is only seventy five. I'm saving that for later.
1: (laughs) You have seventy five cash in your pocket, and you're getting you're getting trying to inquire about the free breakfast. I love it.
0: And speaking of being charged for things that you touch. You earlier spoke of this.
1: Okay. Oh, in the hotel room. Yeah.
0: I when I check out later, I do have a bunch of stuff on my um on my bill because I had looked in the oh, mini you told bar this
1: story. Yeah.
0: I may have told this. If you even touch it, yeah, yeah a yeah. sensor goes off and you get charged.
1: <laughs> you, yeah, I remember this story. I'm losing it here. I'm about to start crying. You just went into the mini bar to just you didn't take anything or drink anything you just wanted to look around
0: i like to look around i like to see what it costs <laughs>
1: you you set off this sensor like five I like, times
0: i like to know i like to stay in tune with the market
1: i do we are the same person because britney always gets on to me with like fiddling with things or I, i'm just curious <laughs> about stuff and then you like yeah you come downstairs you have like 15 charges
0: yeah and uh had to talk my way out of that one with the breakfast guy again <laughs> At this point, the next day's pool party is starting, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm checking out.
1: So what did you, you do for, for fuel? Did you just go out and grab a schmear and bagel? I what?
0: went out and probably paid $45 at a different place, <laughs> at a different um, place. Yeah. and asked someone to watch my bags. And yeah, <laughs> I ended up doing the interview and um, I had an... <laughs> I remember I had, at this point in my life, I had an eye twitch. Like, I wasn't sleeping very much, and I, actually I had an remember, eye twitch. I actually
1: remember this. I asked you about it once.
0: Yeah, people were like, are you winking at me? And I'm like, nah, my eye's twitching because I'm not sleeping very much. I was like very sleep deprived. I, I
1: actually felt really weird asking you about it. I was trying to do it in like the least judgmental way.
0: Well, I was hitting on you, but everyone else <laughs> had a, an eye twitch. Um. <laughs>
1: i've got we all got so, a thing. i got a leg shake thing we all have our things
0: we all got our thing it's gone now
1: mm-hmm.
0: but uh i remember having an eye twitch i was like i'm not gonna get this job offer because every all my interviewers are thinking i'm gonna think i'm like i'm like hitting on them um, <laughs> and i was only hitting on some of them <laughs> uh, but anyway uh long story short i i that ended up not working out because I was going to have to move to New York, and I, I really didn't want to. I have a house in, in outside Boston and have a life there, and I ended up taking the Twitter. The irony is I ended up taking the Twitter contract um at this point over, were you
1: in a relationship with your relationship girlfriend? yeah yeah, yeah. Just, had,
0: there was just a life in Boston I was going to have to uproot that to have you know roommates I didn't know and t- basically take a pay cut to live in a more expensive city and um
1: I'm like trying to help you out. I'm like, most importantly though, a serious <laughs> relationship with Chelsea. <laughs> like, no, well, I'm
0: like obviously walking we, you through we, it. We had to, we had to talk through what I, you know, what would have happened if I moved. And fortunately we didn't have to actually mm-hmm. act that out. That would have been no fun for anyone. And, she was very supportive. Can't thank her enough for that support. But <laughs> for some um, reason,
1: I just—I'm sorry—I don't mean to retrogress, but I'm just thinking about the first thing they say it when you when you walk into the interview. It's Thatch, and and you're walking thatch. into the room, and as you're walking, he turns around and, and looks at you while while still walking. He's like, "Did you did you try the continental breakfast? It's best best <laughs> it's best best on the island." And you're like, just all day, you're just—he's
0: been behind just it,
1: pissed about this continental breakfast.
0: So, fun fact, Thatch is the puppet master of all my personal problems today. You,
1: you spend the <laughs> He's whole behind everything. You spend the whole interview trying to get to the bottom of why it was erased <laughs> off your files. So, so, I didn't funny. get the
0: job. Um,
1: <laughs> you should have a, mel- Thatch- a meltdown. <laughs> oh, dude. That's so uh,
0: no, actually, actually, real talk for a minute, though. Thatch is the best man of my wedding. Um <laughs> He's actually officiating it too. I couldn't find anyone to officiate it, so I was like, "That's you're a you're a good mensch." Um, Oh, we're actually starting a pod. (laughs) If I can, if I can wind it down in a sappy note, I Mm -hmm. I ended up taking the contract with Twitter. I was like, "I'll never take another contract," but I ended up taking it because (laughs) because the the breakfast (laughs) because they do a breakfast Uh, because of the people I was going to work with Mm -hmm. and the um culture i could talk about i think the problem you
1: got the, the google pro, job though
0: i never saw it to its conclusion mm. um there was another round and at that point it was like are we moving are we not moving yeah yeah and then i owed an answer to twitter and they had been very generous and amazon and um i ended up going with the company that i thought would give me the life that i wanted and the people that i felt the most connection with and i've been very, very happy and very lucky to work at Twitter. Having said that, the Amazon stock would have been pretty valuable. <laughs> I do, if I, I think do, about that now. I do
1: remember you telling that me that. would have been a good, good pick Oh, I think about that now. I run the numbers in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah. This pod could be guess, fully funded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we yeah. are brought to you by Amazon Web <laughs> Services, host your businesses cloud on <laughs> AWS. Anyway, oh, um, dude. I've interviewed four times with Google, and each time was really weird, and I hope you enjoyed this story.
1: I love this story. Stories. I thought it was great. You covered a lot. Man, you covered a lot of ground, a lot of years of your life.
0: We were trying to do 30-minute episodes, and this one's 50. So if you're still listening, thank you.
1: Oh, no, I don't think anyone's going to complain about that.
0: Oh, Um, I don't think anyone's listening.
1: (laughs) No one made it to 51, 12, whatever the time is. Uh, No, dude, I thought it was great. You really, I mean, it is kind of interesting that you have this... 'Cause you first interviewed with them what year was it? Thirteen?
0: Thirteen. And then and eighteen I interviewed with them in interview. Thirteen thirteen, thirteen, fourteen, eighteen.
1: Yeah. Wow, dude. Three years of your I mean five total of five years of your life, you have this like relationship with this company that I, literally everyone uses every day, right? It's just it is interesting. And who knows? Yeah. Who knows what the if or when there'll be a fifth interview and what 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 hilarious uh breakfast shenanigans ensue yeah. uh
0: again i think it's it's a little demystified by now it's not like this like place where they serve ambrosia i can't say an, an, i can't speak highly enough about google though it was a fantastic place that invested in me and like took a chance on me when i was um had like no real relevant experience so i'm mm-hmm. really grateful to everyone who would ever pay me money to do any sort of work <laughs>
1: In conclusion.
0: <laughs> I actually no joke did skip a work meeting to record this pod though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't it. know. No no kidding. I'm sure I'm got a few emails. We're
1: but, you're you're um, gonna be fine.
0: I No one over, but thanks did, for thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, that great story. I love it. Hey guys, if you have uh, interview stories, uh, funny interview stories, uh, sitting in something on the subway. Uh, finding out that your free breakfast actually wasn't, in fact, free. Please, please send us those stories.
0: If you have uh, thatch stories, <laughs> hit us up. Hit us up.
1: All right. Till next time, brother.
0: Love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Peace. 9 p.m. with street lights. It's never too late to readjust your seat. Sit back. Right. You never can trust on coming headlights Your power cords don't mix with insincerity You're my Luchido in Spain, so call me if you need me.